Hey, 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 what is happening, everyone? It's your boy Kyle here, and I'm back with episode number two of the Life Well Lived podcast. So excited to bring you guys some new info today, because guess what? It's 2020. The new year has just begun. Heck, the new decade has just begun. And there's so much excitement. There's so much energy in January, because we get to look at the next year. We get to review the year before We get to look at 2019 and think, what went well? What didn't go well? Was it a wasted year? Was it a successful year? And what can we do in 2020 to either completely turn things around or build on the success of 2019 or even make 2020 the best year yet? So that's what we want to accomplish. So I know it seems to be these days that New Year's resolutions aren't the cool thing to do. So we're not going to worry about doing New Year's resolutions. But what I wanted to go over in today's podcast is goal setting. I think that's an important place to start. I learned about goal setting a few years ago, and it changed my life. The concept of actually planning out your future, looking into the next one, three, five, ten years, and planning it out intentionally. So if you've never gone through goal setting before. This is going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a an episode we do together and in order to help you live a life well lived. It's going to be a very interactive episode. You're going to need a notepad. You're going to need a pen. If you're listening in, in the car, you may need to uh, listen to this twice. Just get all the goods from this episode. So without further ado, welcome to the Life Well Lived podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast focused on helping you live the best life, scale your life to the new level in the areas of emotions, relationships, and anything else you're looking to personally develop you. So sit back, grab a notepad and pen, turn it up in the car, and get ready for Life Well Lived. What a great way to start out 2020 in the area of goal setting. So like I said, this can be a very interactive podcast because you might need to listen to it twice. If you're like me, I like to listen to my podcast in the car. This is going to be a very special podcast that you're also going to want to take time to write down things later because it's all about goal setting. And here's the reality of it, guys. Goals are only put into reality when you write them down. When goals are just stuck in your head, jumbling around in our minds, they're just glorified plans. They're glorified ideas. And although we have maybe the greatest intentions, especially here at the beginning of January, here at the beginning of 2020, we have the greatest intentions to do what we can do to go all out and live the best life in 2020 and forget 2019 and move into the new year. If you don't write things down, if you don't plan, you're going to get caught up in the mayhem of the year, New Year's passes, then you've got February passing, Valentine's Day passes, you're moving into spring, before you know it, you're in the summer, and then summer goes by like a breeze, and before you know it, you're in fall, winter hits again, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and you're back in the new year, and you're like, dang, I didn't accomplish all the goals I wanted to accomplish. I had these resolutions. I didn't accomplish them. I guess 2021 is when I'm going to do this resolution again. Stop. Stop it. We're going to focus on building great goals now that you can begin building on. So today we're going to be focusing on mainly long range goals, things we can develop in the next one, three, 
five, and 10 years. And then focusing after that a little bit on some short range goals and some short range tips and tricks in order to make 2020 specifically the best year yet. So I will uh, disclaimer this episode by saying this, that a lot of this info is going to come from Jim Rohn in his book, Seven Strategies to Health Wealth and Happiness, so Seven Strategies of Wealth and Happiness, one of the best books. You can find this exact progress, um, this exact process. If you go onto YouTube, you can look up the Seven Strategies for Wealth and Happiness audiobook. And I think around like minute 40, 42, 45, something like that, a lot of these practices are going to be there. So uh, you can do that, or you can go ahead and listen to this podcast as I've summarized it and gotten to the main nuggets so that you guys can build awesome goals. So um, what you're going to want to do is grab a fresh sheet of paper. And if you're in the car, go ahead and just um, focus on doing that later. But grab a fresh sheet of paper. And at the top, you're going to write long range goals. These are the goals that you're looking to accomplish in the next one, three, five, and 10 years. And yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about. 10 years in the future, what are you looking to accomplish? Right now, I'm 26 years old here in January of 2020. So 10 years in the future, I would be a 36-year-old. What would I look my life to be at when I'm 36 years old? And an even closer range, if we look at the next one, three, and five years, what are the things that I want to make the focus? That's the goal of today's podcast. So the main question you want to ask yourself is what do I want in the next one to 10 years? And here's what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead and take about 15 minutes And I want you to write down 50 things. Now, that number is important. I want you to have the willingness and the audacity to dream 50 dreams. Because I think as you guys go throughout this practice, you're going to start writing down goals and you're going to get to maybe number 25, 30, 35, maybe even up to 40. And you're going to think to yourself, some of you, oh man, I I don't have any other goals. And I know there's a whole another audience where you're like only 50, but I think as you start writing down the goals you have in the next one to 10 years, some of you will find that you, you don't have a lot of goals. You don't have a lot of things you're going after. And I would argue that that's just simply not true. I know you're made for great things. I know you have big goals and I know that writing those goals down can be tough. Or maybe you have a couple big goals that you're looking to accomplish, something huge. And so you focus on those two and you're like, well, I can't think of 48 more. Well, think of the goals that you have for the rest of your life and use the prompts that I'm about to go over to help you write down 50. I think there is power in reaching the number 50 so that you really get your mind churning, that you really get your mind dreaming, and you really get your mind going after what it wants getting the heart to go after what it truly wants. So that's what we want to focus on today is dream big. Allow yourself to dream again. I think some of you um, are young on this call, on this podcast. I think maybe you're in high school, you're in your 20s, 30s, and dreams are all what you're all about. But I would challenge you just because you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, that you are allowed to have dreams. I heard an example one time that if you started, um, I might not quote this perfectly, but if you started at 60 years old and practiced the piano for one hour a day, by the time you were 75, you'd be considered a master pianist. Well, if you had a dream to become a master pianist, why does being 60, 60 years old prevent you from doing that? It doesn't. But as long as you write those goals down and then go after those goals, you can make anything happen. So the main question today is what do I want in the next one to 10 years? 
Take about 15 minutes right now and write down 50 things. If you're listening to this the second time, I'd recommend pausing the podcast right now, grabbing a sheet of paper, going somewhere quiet, somewhere in solitude, and taking the next 15 minutes, set an alarm on your phone, and write down 50 things. And here are the things I want you to write down. What do I want to do? What do you want to do? What do I want to see? What do I want to be? Maybe you ask yourself, who do I want to be? What do I want to have? Where do I want to go? What would I like to share? Or said another way, what would I like to give? And as you're writing down these goals, what do I want to do? What do I want to see? What do I want to be? What do I want to have? What do I want to, where do I want to go? And what would I like to share? I want you to write fast, okay? Think quick hand. Because you might have certain goals, you don't need to write down in detail what they are right now. As long as you know what they are, great. So you don't need to write down the specific model of car. If you know you want a Tesla, write down Tesla. If you know the specific truck you want, just write Ford. You, you know what truck it is. The goals are just for you. They're not for anybody else. So just write down quick hand as fast as you can and short, okay? So I want you to write down 50 things. And guys, let me encourage you to dream. Dream, 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 dream. Think big. If someone were to look at this list, let's say I were to look at this list, and I wasn't shocked by a few things on that list, you're probably not dreaming big enough. So take time, dream big, and write down 50 things right now, answering the question, what do I want to do in the next one to 10 years? Go ahead and pause this podcast now and start writing. Okay, so now that you've got your 50 items written down, we're going to go ahead and sort them. So what I want you to do next is going through the whole list I want you to put a one, a three, a five, or a 10 next to each item. And you're sorting them by roughly how long you think it will take to accomplish each item. So if you think it would take you one year to do something, write a one. If you think it will take you five years to do something, write a five. Same with three and 10. And really think about these things. Be realistic. That's going to be the second half of this episode, writing down smart, realistic, attainable, trackable goals. But for now, what I want you to do is write down a one, a three, and a five, and ten next to whatever you think will take one year, five year, three years, and ten years. I did those out of order. Rock with me. (laughs) And after you do this exercise, you might realize that you have a ton of one-year goals but not many 10-year goals. Or you might find that you have a ton of long-range goals, but nothing to work on right now. And the purpose of this goal setting is to really put in place sequential goals, things that once you accomplish one set, you can continue moving forward and going after the next. And this whole mindset of goal setting, a lot of times, Um, Or it came back to uh, the Apollo astronauts, right? And that's why we want one, three, five, and 10-year goals. Because what they found with the early Apollo astronauts, these explorers of the world, these guys that wanted to venture above all else, that once they went to the moon, they came back and they were in dark places. They, They really struggled coming back because the mindset was, well, once you've been to the moon, 
what else is there to do? So what NASA figured out was they made sure that the next astronauts, the next Apollo astronauts, other people that were exploring things, they made sure they had things set in place once they came back so that they could continue living their life and going after goals. Because if the one-year goal was to go to the moon, you got to make sure you have things set up for the next three years, five years, and 10 years to keep accomplishing and creating a better life for yourself, to keep going after goals, to keep achieving, to do the things that are important to you. And so you might notice you have a ton of one category and not enough of another. So take time now and sort them a little. Maybe some of your one-year goals, you realize, well, I can't do everything in one year, so I'm going to move some to the three- and five-year area. Maybe some of the five- and ten-year goals, you realize that you can accomplish in a quicker time frame. So look for a little balance. There's not going to be perfect balance, but look to make a little balance between the one, three, five, and ten-year goals. And make sure you include different categories. Okay, Make sure you have goals that cover economic goals. Right? Maybe you're in a business, a certain amount of sales, or maybe there's a certain amount of promotion you want. Make sure they include material goals. Things aren't everything, but they are important. They're trackable goals. Material goals are something that you can track. I bought a house. I bought a car. Maybe I bought the new iPhone, the new pair of Yeezys. <laughs> Make sure they have to do with personal development goals, fitness, family, lifestyle, spiritual Make sure you're covering all the bases. So if your goals only have to do with how good you want to look this summer, you might need to go through there, edit, work them, and find some goals that have to do with economic goals, material goals, personal development goals, things that have to do with your family, your spiritual life, things that have to do with your lifestyle, things that you can go out and buy. Make sure there's a good balance between your goals. And then what I want you to do now is I want you to pick out your four most important one-year, three-year, five-year, and 10-year goals. You have a lot in each category, I'm sure. But what I want you to do is to go through and what are the four most important one-year goals to you? Write them down under one-year goals. What are your most important three-year goals, five-year goals, and repeat it again for your 10-year goals. So you should have a total of 16 goals that are the most important to you. This is a process, isn't it, guys? Writing goals is necessary, but it ain't easy. This is a process. But the discipline of writing down your goals and going after that will reap such rewards for your life that you won't even mind the hard work it takes to do it. So now that you have your 16 goals, I want you to take the time now to describe the goals. Now we want to describe. Now you want to take that line, Tesla, And you want to describe in detail what kind of Tesla you want. So this is the time you're going to take to convince yourself whether you really care about this goal or not. Because as you start to describe it, you might realize, well, man, I actually don't care about this at all. Or maybe you wrote down that you want a million dollars and you realize, actually, I I don't care about a million dollars at all. It sounded like a good goal when I was writing down 50, but I actually don't care. Or you're going to write down a goal that means a lot to you and you're going to describe it in detail and you're going to convince yourself, you're going to sell yourself on that goal and it's going to be a core goal. Because once you convince yourself 
and you get that emotional attachment, you can accomplish anything. You will go after that goal because it means something to you. It wasn't another goal somebody put on you. It wasn't something that your boss or your spouse or your kids put on you. It was something that you wrote down, you described in detail, and you sold yourself on so that you knew it would be an important goal. And now that you have those 16 goals written down on paper, written down in detail, it's time to go to work because you have work to do now. You should have 16 big goals that are going to take one, three, five, and 10 years to accomplish. And the fun part is we're going to transfer that to a notebook, transfer it to even maybe your phone, something you can keep on you often. I like the phone because I can reference it in my notes at any point. I like to have a hard copy on my phone in case anything ever happens to my phone. So I've got one in a journal at home and then I've got the goals in the phone. And guys, goal setting is not a one-time thing. This isn't something you write down your goals and then you just go after it. What I recommend doing is taking a weekly review. And again, this takes discipline. But once you see the results of your hard work, I promise you, you won't mind the discipline. But review your goals on a weekly basis. And goal setting should be a fluid process. Check your progress. Figure out what goals really matter. Maybe after you start going after a goal, you realize, man, this really doesn't matter to me. And you toss it out the window. You can, you, this is your goal sheet. I give you full permission that if at one point you realize, man, I I don't care any about these goals. You can crumple up that piece of paper, throw it away and start over. It's a fluid process. You can change the goals. You can adapt the goals. Some goals that mean a lot to you now might not mean anything down the road. And some goals that mean nothing now might mean everything down the road. So allow it to be a fluid process by editing, working, focusing on your goals on a weekly basis and going after them. And guys, make sure you check your progress on that weekly basis. If you find yourself falling behind in a goal, then you need to work harder to catch up. If you find yourself that it's almost the end of three years and and you haven't even started one of your three years goals, it's time to get to work. But unless you take the discipline to write down the goals, convince yourself why they're important, sort a top 16, and work on reviewing them weekly, that's when it matters, guys. So take the discipline to do that, make these goals work, and go after these 16 goals starting in 2020. Okay, so that was all about long-range goals. So next up, we're going to be talking about short-range goals. And what I like to do in this section is really focus on how do we accomplish the goals that we set long-range? How now do we go after making plans to accomplish our one, three, five, and 10-year goals? Of course, starting on our one-year goals first. It'd be a little ridiculous to focus only on the 10-year goals and we totally miss out on years one and three. Not necessarily. We, we, we don't want to do that, right? But it's important to start all of them, to start working on all of them, right? If your goal in 10 years is to have $100,000 cash saved up in the bank, then you should start on that now, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the main focus, but it can be. So figure out for yourself what that is. But what I want to focus on today is taking one of your goals, for example, one of your one-year goals and figuring out a plan to go after it. So 
For those of you that don't know me and maybe my uh, upbringing, I was a part of the Boy Scouts of America, and um, I laugh because I, I do feel bad for my I feel bad for my poor father because my grandpa was an Eagle Scout, my dad was an Eagle Scout, and my dad had two great sons who loved the outdoors, loved fishing, and joined the Boy Scouts. And unfortunately for my poor father, neither one of us made Eagle. So I got started in the Boy Scouts, and I think I made it all the way to the rank right before Eagle, but then I just got busy with high school stuff. I got busy dating a girl, and I started doing theater and playing soccer and hanging out with friends, and Boy Scouts just kind of fell away, unfortunately. And then I don't know what my brother's excuse is, but he didn't end up making Eagle either. So um, sorry, Dad. We we apologize from the deepest core of our hearts. <laughs> but one of the things I learned in Boy Scouts is I, I got invited to a very special camp called Gray Wolf, and it was a leadership camp where they actually very interestingly taught me a lot of the stuff that I use in my career today. So as a speaker, I go back to that was one of my earliest times of speaking because we had to prepare these 45-minute presentations, which when you're, what, 14, 15 years old, is the craziest, longest presentation of your life. But we had to prepare these 45-minute presentations to do in front of the troop. We had to do in front of a group of Boy Scouts and in front of a group of adults. And it prepared me now for public speaking. And one of the best things that I, I did at that time was they used an example of like a mountain, okay? So they use an example as the peak of a mountain, let's say you're climbing Mount Everest, would be your vision, okay? So for this example, we're gonna make that one of your big goals. So let's say one of your big goals is to have $1,000 cash in the bank account, in the savings account in one year, okay? $1,000 cash, that's one of your big goals. So that would now be the peak of the mountain. And you really can do this with any goal, which is really fantastic. But now that that's the peak of the mountain, and if you're, you're drawing this out, feel free to actually draw a mountain, your goals on the way to that $1,000 or on the way to that vision, that big goal, are what we consider campsites. Because you can't climb Mount Everest in a day. You have to stop at camps along the way. So there might be one, two, three, four, five different camps you have to stop at in order to make that $1,000 or that big goal happen. And then in between those are the daily plans, the daily action we need to do to make those campsites or make those mini goals happen. And we call those flag posts. So if you're imagining the scenario, you're, you're climbing up Mount Everest and I hit flag post one, two, three, four, and I get to goal one, campsite one. And then I hit another four flag posts, one, two, three, four, and I get to the next. And as long as I can keep going up the mountain, progressing up the mountain, eventually I'll get to the peak and boom, I accomplished my goal in a very systematic way. So draw your goals out in this way. So let's use $1,000 cash in the bank account. This might look a little different for everybody, but let's say you've got the big vision of $1,000 cash in the bank account. So you break it down into four goals. I want to have $250 cash saved up, $500 cash saved up, $750 cash saved up, and then $1,000 cash saved up. Now we have it broken down into four areas. And if we take a year to do it, if it's a one-year goal, we know we have three months to make each thing. Okay, so now I know I have three months to make $250. So now I can put plans in place 
to make sure that every 90 days I have $250. And for you, that could look different ways. Maybe it's you set a certain aside each week, maybe every single day. Maybe you know every two weeks you're going to get a paycheck and you're going to put a certain amount of cash aside from that paycheck to move towards the $250. But now, instead of worrying about, oh, I got to figure out a way to make $1,000, you have a systematic process that you know as long as you stick to it and work hard, you will make that $1,000 by the end of the 12 months. And this is how we want to go about accomplishing our goals. Let's say you have a big goal in five years to make, uh, to open up your own business. Well, then what you get to do is write down goals along the way, right? Uh, one of the goals is that you need to have capital. You need to have maybe employees. Maybe you need to have a certain amount of revenue um, or a, a certain product, or maybe you need to have a certain idea. You can set those goals in place. And once those goals are set in place, we can now put daily plans, daily action towards those goals. So Kyle, wait a second. Are you telling me I need to have goals for my goals? Yeah, because you have 16, one, three, five, and 10 year goals. And now we're going to make goals for those goals. And those goals, we're going to make goals. And it's all about accomplishing goals. And again, I go back to what I said in the beginning. This might sound a little tedious. You might be like, holy crap, Kyle, this is a lot of work. I got to do goals after goals after goals. But again, once you start seeing the results of your labor, you're going to love the discipline it took to get there. You're going to appreciate the discipline. Because how many of you would have loved to say that you had saved up $1,000 in 2019? Well, if you stuck to that as a goal and did it in a systematic way, you would accomplish that. So that's how we do short range goals. Okay. And you can do that with anything. The mountain example, set whatever the big goal is at the top, set campsites along the way and flag posts on the way to those campsites. Now, last note on short range goal here is when you accomplish a big goal, one of your one, three, five, 10 year goals, you need to celebrate. You need to make winning great. You need to go without with your friends and your family or sit in solitude or whatever is great to you and make sure you celebrate accomplishing that goal. So once that $1,000 goes into the savings account, now don't go blow this $1,000, but you need to celebrate in some way. Be proud of yourself for accomplishing your goals. Be proud of something that took five years to accomplish actually accomplishing it. And then on the reverse side of that, and this is where it gets a little tough, guys, but you need to make losing painful. If you said you would do something and you broke a promise to yourself, if you set a goal that you were going to do something in one year and you delete around and you wasted time and you spent more time playing Xbox or watching TV or sending Snapchats, then going after that goal, then it should be painful. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want you out there feeling guilt. But know that if your goal, for example, was to save up $1,000 cash, but you know you ate out once a week, all 52 weeks of the year, and at the end of the year, you only have $400 saved up, you need to make losing painful for yourself. There should be a little inner feeling of, oh, I messed up. I, I wasted time. I did not go out and live my full potential. And, and I kind of lied to myself because I said I would do this and I didn't. I said I'd go after this and, and I wasted time. So don't go feeling guilt 
but you need to make losing painful. Don't let it affect your life where you go, I'm never setting goals again, and you start blaming other people. No, don't don't blame other people. But take 100% responsibility for yourself. Realize that it was you who messed up. Regather your goals. Continue doing your one-week reviews and keep going after the goals so that you don't make the same mistake twice. So you've got your long-range goals. We just walked through how to do your short-range goals. And your short-range goals will build to your long-range goals as long as you're working them on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Make winning the best thing ever. Make sure you realize the pain of losing and go after your short and long-range goals here in 2020. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that wraps up our goal setting. By this point, you should have a lot of information. You should have a whole list of 50 goals. You should have narrowed those goals down into one, three, five, 10-year goals. Taking the top four one-year goals, top four three-year goals, top four five-year goals, and top four 10-year goals, and wrote out a detailed description of those 16 goals. Your goal of this description is to convince yourself, sell yourself on it, figure it out. Is it truly something you want to do? And once you've sold yourself on it, if it is something that you are emotionally attached to and want to go after, transfer it over those 16 goals to something you can keep with you at all times. If it's a journal, great. If it's something you can keep in your purse, great. If it's something you can keep in your phone, great. But review them often. I'd even say, look at them daily. Wake up every day and look at your 16 goals that are going to make the biggest impact on your life. Before you go to bed, review your 16 goals. Once a week, take an in-depth, a detailed review and edit goals as you need them to edit. Get rid of goals that are no longer important. Add goals in that have become important. If you get to this point where you want to throw away the whole list, throw away the whole list. It's your goals. But start going after them and use this practice to go after those long range goals. And then for the next year here in 2020, start focusing on each goal and how you're going to attain it. Use the mountain example to set a goal in place. Maybe it's one of your one year goals, figure out what goals you need to accomplish to accomplish that one year goal. And then the daily, weekly and monthly action it's going to take to make that happen. Do some research. Maybe you have a goal of doing something in your life that you have no idea how to do. That's where the description, the daily work of figuring out how to do it, talking to people that have done it, and figuring out for yourself how to make those goals, those dreams, your future life a reality in the next one to 10 years. And with that, guys, if you work towards your goals, if you stay disciplined to not just do this once, but continue building your goals, continue working on yourself, continue reviewing, editing, and making it happen on a daily, monthly, yearly basis, you will live a life well lived. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe and make sure to share with your friends as we get this podcast started. Me, Kyle, would love for you to share with your friends so that it can start reaching more people, that we can get more interactions, that I can get more ideas for future episodes. So with that, guys, thank you. I love you and have a great day.